The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. So today's episode is all about can you have more than one twin flame? My special guest is Ellen Red. So I have many questions for her and I'm looking forward to this interview. We will be talking about can you have more than one twin flame? Will you meet your twin flame in every life? Once you meet your twin flame, will you be together with him or her in the next life? Is it possible to meet your twin flame, but then be pulled apart because egos are in the way? Are many people not with their twin flames and are in relationships or married? Ascension to 5D consciousness and much more. So before I bring her on, uh, just some thoughts here. So I recently found Ellen Red online. She was interviewed on another podcast, and I listened to the entire interview, and I was blown away. I just felt that she was so accurate with, with mostly everything that she had to say. And I've been frustrated over the years because I've spent a lot of time doing research on the Twin Flames. And one person that I felt has been accurate is Dr. Chopra. But other than him, I haven't found anyone else. And I'm so glad that Ellen is educating people on the Twin Flames. And I really hope that she will come out with books in the future because I just feel that there's so much misinformation and the truth needs to be revealed. So uh, my personal thoughts, I do feel that each person has one twin flame. When I mention that there is misinformation out there, I've talked to people, I've, there's, there's a lot of information on the internet, uh, but I've even talked to a couple of individuals who are spiritual teachers and have books, and they feel that you can have more than one twin flame, and I completely disagree. And why will we be talking about Twin Flames? Well, my show is all about health and wellness. But uh, health is all about mind, body, soul. So that's, and, you know, talking about Twin Flames, of course, is all about spirituality. And spirituality is all about health. It's part of health. And also, I just want to mention, like, to be with your twin flame, I feel that you have to have high energy, you have to be healthy, you have to love yourself, 
you need to um, expand your awareness and have a higher vibration, but I want to get uh, Ellen's thoughts on this. And then just make sure you listen all the way to the end of the interview as well, because I will be giving updates as well as talking about what we're presently going through in the world. And there's been a lot of uh, chaos right now, but I, I would like to talk to you about a cashless society and, and more. So let me bring on my guest now, Ellen Red. Welcome to my radio show. It's an honor to have you here. Hi, Kristen. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome. And how are you today? I'm doing great. <laughs> That's good. That's good to hear. So, um, Ellen, I, I went over your bio, and so my thoughts are very impressed. You have spiritual gifts. It seems like you've gone through some uh, har- hardships in your life. And I feel that people that have gone through hardship, I don't know how you feel about this, they, I just feel like they're so advanced. That's just how I feel. They're, they have so much uh, wisdom. Yeah. So how, how do you feel about that? And can you let my listeners know more about your background? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's pretty common. That, you know, we come here as souls and we're, we are, um, we kind of already pre-agreed that we were going to experience things in this journey so that we could, it could shape our souls. And some of us have had a lot of, li- well, we've all had a lot of lifetimes, but some of us have had a lot, a lot of lifetimes, and we're kind of nearing our end uh, incarnation in the physical world, in the human world. And so um, sometimes our souls will agree to come and have extraordinary circumstances to cause the, the polishing or the, the shaping of that soul in order for awakening, which is generally what happens with souls that get awakened, is that they do go through tremendous suffering. It's quite common for, for souls that become awakened to have gone through extraordinary suffering. And so it's kind of like um, the egg cracks open or polishing a diamond. You know, you go through through a lot of life lessons to help shape you to come back to remembrance of what love is really about. You, you have to learn first what it's not in order for you to learn what it is. And that's really, you know, kind of the deal. My background is that I, um, well, I, ha- I drowned when I was four years old, so I had my first um, death experience as a four-year-old. And then I grew up without a mom. My mom was mentally ill, and I had a father that raised me and went through lots of divorces and, and marriages and shifting families and, and, you know, stepbrothers. And we lived in an environment in a religious-type culture where there was a tremendous amount of child molestation, number one in the country for 30 years straight. So with no mom around and my dad at work all the time, I was constantly and consistently sexually abused, and I ended up being in the MK Ultra sex program and um, the sex slave program and things like that. So I went through a lot of that. I went through a lot of uh, child abuse from siblings, just, you know, not having parents to supervise us and, and all kinds of extraordinary situations. I was suicidal by the time I was 14. And eventually, I was fully psychic as a young kid, Um, especially by the time I was a teenager. I was fully receiving prophetic dreams and things like that. But eventually, I ended up um, having a a baby fairly early and moved on and just went through quite a journey. And by the time I was in my 30s, I had a full-blown Kundalini awakening. 
And that's wow. when I met my twin flame. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, and I'm sorry you went through such a hard life. Um, and uh, so would you be able to let my listeners know why you're on this path to educating people about twin flames? Well, in my awakening, um, when I did meet my twin flame, I, I, you know, I went to the divine, I met God, if you will, and, and uh, accessed the Akashic Records and saw my twin flame and understood the whole story of humanity. I was shown the whole story of humanity from beginning to end. It's really um, quite, quite extensive to, to go into the details on that. But essentially what I gained out of it is a full knowing of, of humanity's story and why humans are in so much suffering. And in the same token that I was healed, and I was healed from all of my wounds and all of my past, so you shouldn't be sorry. Everything was a blessing at the end. And so please don't be sorry um, for anything that I experienced. It was a blessing. And um, in that, I was, I was both healed. I was connected with my, my divine partner, and we went through the alchemical marriage and that whole journey. And, of course, we were given um, remembrance of what our soul mission is to help humanity. So that's what I'm here to do is to try to help other souls understand how to heal, how to heal themselves and how to get back in alignment with their true soul self and how to exit the matrix system so that they can be, you know, healthy and happy and in love again with their soul and with their life and, and with everything, including their, their divine partner. Because that's our original design. We were never meant to suffer. We were never meant to be at war with each other. We were never meant to hate each other or be jealous of each other or any of that stuff. It's all been perpetuated to create division as opposed to unity consciousness. And so, you know, the, the way back home is to begin with self-love and to begin that healing journey, which leads you eventually to your twin, which leads you eventually to being able to be balanced with all of humanity. And so there's a lot of information out there where people talk about soulmates, but then there are a few people that talk about twin flames. Would you be able to talk about the differences between the two? <laughs> It's, it's the most, probably one of the most commonly asked questions because it can be so confusing because in, in some regards, every single other soul that we meet in our journey is part of our soul, and so we feel so connected to certain people sometimes, and we can feel really attracted or even get dreams. We can even have telepathy with them, and all the things that you read about Twin Flames, you can have those feelings with a soulmate. So it's a really tricky question because it's hard to to di- differentiate from that when you're in your mind and when you're in your third dimensional perspective. When you're seeing things from a human perspective, it's, it, it's going to confuse you every day that you read something about Twin Flames because all souls are connected and we're all one. And so all of those um, things that you're reading online about Twin Flames can really apply to anybody. But the difference between that, because we're all soulmates, at the end of the day, we're all soulmates. And so that should sum that up for you. But what's the difference between one person that you really, really like versus one person that you don't really like so much? What's the difference? is the way that you feel, and not just the way that you feel, but when you do meet your twin flame, 
And most twin flames don't meet first in the physical form. They meet on a spiritual level. So it's a level of evolution in your soul that leads you to your twin flame. And that's why there's so much misinformation out there is that you have a lot of people that are reading all these cute little stories about love and romance and everything else. And, and yet the truth is, is that the true spiritual journey of the twin flame is about the soul's evolution. It really did. Like, I've, I went many, many, many years knowing my twin flame, knowing who he was in the physical world and not meeting him in the physical world because everything that we had to do was on a soul level. And we were shown that when we, when we had our awakening. So I think one of the things that people need to understand if they're on that journey is that their first priority should be to connect to the divine between them and God or them and the divine or whatever you want to call it, them and the universe. <laughs> you know, when you start to develop that connection, that's, that's how you connect with your twin flame. You're not going to go to a restaurant and meet, and meet this physical person per se. It's, it's, it's really more of a spiritual evolution. And yes, there is a physical manifestation of that, that soul, that other counterpart of your soul. But um, usually you have to go through the spiritual journey of it first. It's like making a baby. You have to gestate. You have to go through the gestation period first. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. And so, does each person have one twin flame? Because I've even, like I mentioned earlier, I've talked to a couple of people. They're spiritual teachers. They have books. And I disagree with them, but they feel that a person can have more than one twin flame. Yeah, they're wrong. They're wrong. You have only one twin flame. And I'm not a, you know, a, a religious, but the very, very first verse in the Bible, and the Bible, like all of other religious or scriptures, have truth in them. But the very first verse in there, it has, or at least on the first page, it talks about how you are made male and female under the likes of God, meaning that you're made yin and yang. It's not yin and yang and yang and yang and yang. It's about balance and harmony. You can't have more than one, but you can most certainly mistake other soulmates along the way to be your twin flame. So, you know, they could, they could be, you know, where they're coming from, I'm not going to speak on, but where I'm coming from is I was shown very, very clearly by the source when I was initiated into this journey that, that we're made male and female perfectly whole, perfectly balanced. There's one other mate, and it's kind of like... And this, this is a hard thing because there's so many matrix distortions that we have to work through in order to come back to the truth of our soul. All of the spiritual work that we're doing is about becoming authentic, which means peeling away aspects of the self that are not true and that no longer serve you, right? And so you're peeling away all these things that maybe just at one point you might have thought worked for you, but your soul's still inside squirming around, not feeling comfortable with it because it's not 100% accurate to your soul, I want to find out from you, like, let's say that someone doesn't know for sure if a person is their twin flame. Uh, is there something that they will actually experience to know that that person is a twin flame? Is there something that they'll actually go through, like even um, with their yes. chakra, their chakras yes, or something? they will. They'll have a full-blown Kundalini awakening, which will open all of their chakras. It will take them out of their body. It will impress them so deeply on a soul level, it will tattoo the message into their soul to where they won't have any doubts. That's how I'm so strong in my knowingness is because it, it, when that happens, there's no room for doubt anymore. You just know. It's kind of like um, um, 
you know, maybe certain people have talked about having an experience where they saw a ghost and they knew what they, they saw, right? And you can't prove it to anybody, but you know it in your soul what it was. Well, it's the same thing, only I think it's actually more profound because once that connection happens, you start to go on a whole journey of it where you're where you're talking with that ghost every single day <laughs> and it becomes very very vivid in your life and there won't be there won't be room but there is absolutely something that happens and it's called a kundalini awakening and the problem with that is that you also have a lot of people in the spiritual communities that are believing that what they read online is something that they had a kundalini i had a girl actually tell me that she thought she had a kundalini awakening because she felt some tingling in some area of her body, and, and I knew it wasn't a Kundalini awakening for her, but she was reading information, and she was trying to wrap her human mind around what that meant, and she was trying to wrap her experience around it so that she, too, could say that she had that experience, and so there is a lot of um, miscommunication partially for that same reason, that a lot of people are reaching for this, and, and they're still not having the full experience, and, and experience is the only way to really to really know. You have to have the experience, and that comes from soul evolution. So you can't force your soul to evolve faster than it's going to evolve, and that's where a lot of people, I think, get a little tripped up here, is they're trying to have that experience, but they're not allowing their soul to go through the journey that the soul brought them here to experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. And there's a plan for everything. I believe in we plan everything before we actually uh, are born, like pre-birth planning. Mm -hmm. I believe in that. It's absolutely true. And yet there's also another paradigm there, or paradox, I should say, where where that is true, and yet there are multiple timelines. So for each uh, focal point, there's 12 other timelines around it. And also, um, one, one thing is, even though we, we are coming here and we know what we're going to experience, we have been, humanity has been caught in karmic cycles due to many, many, many reasons. But they are unaware. Most humans are very much unaware of these karmic cycles that they've been in lifetime upon lifetime upon lifetime. And they don't know how to break free from them because of the matrix system itself and how very intricately woven that it is into our whole world. And so it's kind of, it causes distortions within the soul, which causes this, which prevents the soul from ascension. And that's why the Twin Flames come together for ascension, but they also come to assist others to help get through the matrix system so that their soul can ascend beyond the Earth, uh, the earth dimension, where in, in all of the years past we have been consistently karmically Earth-bound. So our souls haven't been able to ascend. Wow, this is just so fascinating. I'm enjoying my conversation with Ellen Red And listeners, we need to go to a quick break here and we'll be back very soon this is Kristen Harper radio show host my show is tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel and today's episode is all about can you have more than one twin flame please stay tuned and we'll be back very soon Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. My special guest today is Ellen Red. Um, my episode is titled, Can You Have More Than One Twin Flame? Uh, before the break, we were talking about each person only has one twin flame. Uh, do you have any more comments about this, Ellen? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to drive that home for people because, um, you know, the dance of life is really a dance of love. And so we go through a lot of different mates to learn and and polish ourselves on what true love is. But when you really get down to the core, you know, the core values of true love, the whole divine partnership and marriage is a marriage of the soul of those two partners the male and the female or the masculine and the feminine. And so, you know, you in churches they, they send you to church and you learn lessons about what true, you know, how to be in a marriage and how it, loyalty and commitment and faith and all those things. Well, that's really what the divine partnership between the two souls are. And so their life lessons have led them to understand that and to honor it and to be chaste and to be, you know, um, uh, not to cheat, right? And so when, when you're out and you're having multiple partners or, or you're on the journey towards your twin, none of them are really your true twin until you land on that final partner. And when that happens, you get shown that it's your last incarnation on earth and you get shown that you were eternal mates in the beginning of time and you found your way back. So that's the whole story of humanity really is to come down here to cut off from love and then to find your way back to love again. 
So there is absolutely only one twin flame. But you can certainly mistake a lot of others along the way to be a twin flame, but they're really just soulmates or aspects of yourself. But at the end of the day, there is one perfect exact signature soulmate that, or twin soul that is your only match, the only one that's going to fit you. That makes sense completely. I, I totally agree with you. And what about people, like, let's say that um, you know, a person has been through numerous lives, is it possible that they don't even meet their twin flame for a while? Like maybe many lifetimes later? Can that happen? Um, this you is know? an interesting question also because, of course, trying to describe things on a third-dimensional perspective as opposed to a, a higher-dimensional 5D-type perspective, it can... It, There can be confusion lost in the message because what you might perceive to be real in a 3D perspective is totally different from a 5D perspective. You'll you'll literally see it from different eyes. But your twin flame is, is you. It's your soul. And so your soul or that aspect of yourself has always been with you in every lifetime on a soul level, right? And so when a lot of souls become awakened, they do have this memory that every tw- that their twin flame has been with them in every lifetime. Well, part of that's true because they've been together on a soul level, but every time you're, you're loving another partner or you're in a marriage or you're whatever, you're always looking at that like it is your twin flame even when it's really not, but it, it mirrors back to you like it is. And so you may have had other lifetimes before where you were married to somebody and you felt it was your twin flame, you were loving them like it was your twin flame, but it wasn't really them. And also you may have had other lifetimes where you've crossed paths with your twin flame. It, you know, that's generally the case, too, is that we, we've always kind of incarnated close to each other, and we've always had some type of soul lesson with one another. It's not that we've ever been apart. That's been an illusion. But on a soul level, we're always together, and in lifetimes themselves, we, we most likely hadn't really come together with them because that's all what the... the the soul journey is about every life incarnation that we've come. We've, you know, one time you might have been a murderer, and another time you were a rapist, and another time you were getting raped, and, and that type of a thing. And until your soul gets polished through all those lessons, then the twin flames don't come together because they're a sacred and holy union. And so they, they're generally protected by the high soul. And um, generally, they won't come together until they've gone through all of those soul experiences first to honor the sacredness of love. And then what about, let's say that a person meets their twin flame in the physical world, like here on Earth, and then they decide to, you know, of course, like come together. That doesn't always happen. They come together what happens after that once the twin flames are together? Well, most of the time the twin flames don't come together in the physical world until they're ready to step into their soul mission. And so um, you will hear a lot of people say that they were with their twin flame and then their twin flame, they left and they're in separation now and they're, they're misunderstanding what separation means. Separation is about the soul split. It has nothing to do with the physical separation, really. Um, but the, the, there are some uh, twin flames who have come together physically and then one of them passed away. Generally, by the time you come together and you come into full union, including uh, the physical union on Earth, 
you've already finished your lessons, then you're here to do the soul mission. And after that, you're going to ascend. Those of us are going to ascend. I've had um, been shown from, you know, the spirit guides when I received my awakening that we would go for another thousand years assisting people in ascension from a different perspective. So after I'm finished on this earth, in this lifetime, I'll be in the 5D as a light being assisting others to come through. But um, but as far as the souls that are, the twin flames that are coming together in the physical world, the whole purpose is to help anchor that unconditional love onto the planet. And a lot of times um, they do they do have similar soul missions. You'll see a, you'll see a lot of well as you start to learn who are twin flames and who aren't. And there's really only a select handful that really are. But you'll see them in their soul mission with their with their partners a lot of times. And so, some you know, one's generally a little more outgoing than the other one, oftentimes, not always. Um, but there have been some twin flames, like I said, where one of them passed away, and then the other one's still here to anchor that energy in, and sometimes the other one will pass over so that they can stay in the higher frequencies without all of the earthly distractions to cause the lowering of the vibration, and it's to assist their other counterpart to continue their ascension as well. So it sort of depends on the soul mission for each pair as well. Mm-hmm. Some of that's very unique to the soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you brought up the 5D consciousness and ascension. Would you be able to talk more about this, especially for some listeners that may not be aware of these yeah. uh, different levels, you know, because there's 3D all the way up to 5D. Well, most most humans are walking around in a 3D consciousness. They're in a, a, a mentality, a human mindset. They're they're very uh, rooted into their humanness, and they've forgotten that they're an eternal soul, and. And so they're looking at everything from this kind of like reptilian human mind where, you know, it's all linear and time exists and you got to rush to work and you got to do all these things. And then when you ascend on a soul level, which means that you begin to become authentic into your soul self and raise your vibration, you, you're, you actually ascend. Your, you, you, your consciousness um, changes. Your body changes. You'll get to where you won't even be able to handle eating and drinking the same things that you used to do before. So all sorts of things start to shift with you, within you. Part of your, your whole DNA gets reconstructed as you have a spiritual awakening in back into your twelve strand DNA um, design, which is what we were originally made in. We were originally made in a twelve strand DNA, which is what they call the junk DNA, quote unquote. It's not junk. It was originally all 12-strand DNA, which made you a very high-voltage, high-functioning, um, godlike soul. And somewhere along the way, the human um, gene got, uh, the, the, the soul uh, splitting happened and the DNA splitting happened to the human, and it caused uh, a dumbing down of humanity, really. And I won't go into all the details of where that came from and all that, because that's a whole other subject. I don't know if your audience is even ready. <laughs> but nonetheless, you, you, do, you were originally a 12-strand DNA being, a God seed. You, you came from the source of all beings and, and the creator of all things. 
And so, uh, you know, humanity's kind of been dumbed down. Well, as you ascend and you come back into your, your true, authentic soul self, you embody that God self. You can literally restructure your own cells and recreate your own cells and heal your own self with the power of your mind. So talk about healing and health and wellness. You know, as you become true to yourself and and, uh, embody all of your codes, your light codes, you actually can heal every aspect of yourself with no need for, for really much of anything. So... It's pretty pretty awesome. But as you get into the 5D energy, everything in the 3D world is it's going to start to repel you. And so it's like you're living in the heavenly dimensions on Earth. <laughs> you're bringing heaven to Earth, literally. Wow, it's just so fascinating to me, this, yeah. this, this topic of twin flames and consciousness and all of it. I just I love it. Yeah, it's it is awesome and amazing, and it's and it's really our true design. So it's meant for everybody, and so it's really just up to each individual soul to decide for themselves if they really want it. If they really want something more than the physical world that they're used to living in, most humans are walking around suffering. They're miserable. They hate their job. They don't love their yes. spouse. They're they're in unhappy marriages. They don't know why they're depressed. They're suicidal and all of these other things, and that is absolutely uh, out of accordance of your true alignment of your soul. So when you really start to align, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to be fantastically happy (laughs) and healthy Mm -hmm. and in love with everything and everyone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So... I'm just curious, and this question just uh, just came up for me right now, just when I was talking to you. So I would like to know, like, what about someone that is very religious? You have a conversation with them, and actually I just met someone recently, and this actually happened to me, where they're very much into their religion, and they just do not believe that there is even reincarnation. They don't believe in any of this, even consciousness, none of it. What, what would you say? Because uh, Dr. Chopra, who I've been following for a very long time, he has so many books out there, and I, I agree with a lot of what he has to say. But there, there's even been studies on reincarnation, and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But what are your thoughts? And I know I shouldn't keep rambling on here, but you talked about these records, too, these records that you talked about earlier, that you got into these records. Yeah. The, the Halls of Amente, the Akashic Records. Um, so you just asked me kind of two different things. So yes. I'll start with the first one, which is how would I respond to somebody that's very deep-rooted in their dogmatic belief systems within the religious paradigm, that there are truth in all things. So all religions hold some truth. But there's also a lot of distortions there. So it's not that you have to abandon your religion. It's that you have to open your mind and continue expanding on it. So nobody needs to abandon any belief system that they have. They just have to learn how to open their mind and continue to evolving and expanding. Some of the things that were written in religious texts came from thousands of years ago. 200 years ago, what they wrote doesn't apply to where we're at today. That's why Deepak Chopra wrote a book called The 
evolution of God, which means that we are all God. If you understand quantum physics, we are all seeds within the body of God, and we are constantly evolving. And if you get so stuck in your belief systems that you can't allow yourself to continue evolving, a part of your spirit dies. And not only that, but you hold yourself back from your own true happiness and your own true alignment. So you don't have to change your your religious beliefs. You just have to learn how to flow like a river more with everything that's going. Continue understanding science. Continue understanding quantum physics. Continue learning about it because when you do, you're going to start to realize it only adds to what you already love about your religious belief structures. There, There's a lot of good things in every religion. I've studied many, many religions, and there's good in all of them, and there's truth in all of them. And so your job is to use the to find what's true and what's not in everything that you do. You're not going to open up a newspaper and read it and believe everything you see in there, are you? You know, you've got to be able to use your own personal discernment. And if, you, and if, if I were in a conversation with somebody, you know, one-on-one, any religious person at all, period, I could 100% help them connect what they're loving and receiving and understanding about their religion and what they're not, and I could tie it together with quantum physics, with your chakra system, with... I can explain how your chakra system is exactly the same design as the Jewish tree of life, which is exactly the same thing as the Christ teachings and the, the Ten Commandments. They're all the same thing. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Yes, yes. And um, what I'd like to do is let's go to a quick break, and then when we come back, we can talk about that second question I had for you about these uh, records. Okay. That'd be okay. great. And th- and this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on VoiceAmerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel. And my special guest is Ellen Red. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to 
to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. Today's episode is Can You Have More Than One Twin Flame? My special guest is Ellen Red. So now I want to move on uh, to these records that you had uh, mentioned earlier can you please talk about, yes, if you could just talk about what are they. Okay. Um, well, anybody who's studied uh, Alan Watts or Edgar Casey might have already heard about them before. Again, it's another level of spiritual evolution that a soul goes through when they really reach, uh, you know, enlightenment or awakening. And um, the Akashic Records is like accessing the entire God mind. It's a record of everything that's ever, ever, ever anywhere in the universe and cosmos ever been thought, done, or considered, or fantasized about, or anything. It's a record of every thought and every deed and every action that's ever happened in the cosmos. It's quite unbelievable, really. So when it happens and a soul gets awakened or goes through enlightenment, they access that. And, and again, it can be called the God mind. Um, it's been, uh, it's kind of like accessing the collective consciousness. So you're able to, and it happens again when a soul learns to ascend. So um, ascension coming out of the third dimensional paradigm and being able to come out of your body and, and no longer being earthbound and to access those higher dimensions. And as you're able to do it, it's like astral traveling into this other reality where you're able to see, um, on a soul level, you're able to see everything, anything that you need. You, you, you can find the Akashic Records for anything or anyone. So if I do a reading for somebody, I'm able to access the Akashic Records to find out within that person what happened in their life and where they might have had wounds or where the, you know they've got some past life stuff going on or whatever else it is because I'm able to access the Akashic Records. I can see you know things. So, so that's kind of what it is, is the God mind or a library of everything. Oh, it's incredible, and, it, and it's um, it's it, it's not a physical library. It's uh, it's in the astral world, so it's like an it, it's an energetic library essentially. Mhm. It's it's fascinating. So, um, Ellen, I would like to find out from you because I still have a, a few more questions for you. But let's say that a person would like to get in touch with you and. Um, I don't know if you do coaching and uh, would you know like to receive uh, one of your services. How do they go about contacting you, and what types of services products do you offer? Okay. Um, well, the best way right now to find me is on Facebook. I do have a YouTube channel named Ellen Red, and Red is R E D D. 
so E-L-L-E-N-R-E-D-D. You can just type it in on YouTube. Um, you can find me on Instagram, and you can find me on Facebook. I have a couple different pages. I have an Ascension Guidance page on Facebook, and that's where I offer services to do both Twin Flame Coaching as well as Twin, um, twin Flame Guidance, um, Ascension Guidance, Again, I, I'm a healer. I do shadow healing, so I do a lot with people that have dealt with trauma and depression and uh, and that kind of a thing, and I help them to learn how also to ascend. I, I help people to learn how to um, go through ascension and exit the matrix system so that they can astral travel and have those types of experiences as well. So really anything on those lines they can reach out to me for. And I I probably don't have time to say it all here, so if you're not sure and you just want to ask if I do it, you're welcome to just send me an email. And if it's something that I do do, I can let you know. And um, But my... My main specialties really are related to the Twin Flame Guidance as well as Ascension Guidance and anything anything like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, probably Facebook is the best way to reach out to me. I have other groups and pages, so I, I run a couple of large groups on Facebook called Twin Flame Initiates and Akashic Re- uh, Recall, so you can join those if you like to. Um, but if you want to get a hold of me directly, just uh, look for Ellen Red R E D D. Mhm. Okay, that's great. And so, a couple more questions here, and then I'll let you go. And it's just been a very fascinating interview. I'm so grateful that you came on today. But I know that I, I know that you are talking about how the twin flame is like at a, a soul level, and you talked about the physical world as well. Uh, but just based on me knowing people and also just doing research on the internet and reading books and such, but and you talked about that lady too that you had uh, coached earlier. But uh, let's say someone really feels that this person's a, a twin flame, and they can feel it like their heart chakra expands. They can feel this, but then all of a sudden, because the twin flame at a physical level came into their life and they really felt that that person was a twin flame. They could feel it in their heart chakra. This is my twin flame. But then they were pulled apart from each other because this other person was uh, very angry, uh, somewhat abusive, and and the egos were in the way and then they were pulled away. Can that happen? Because the ego. Well... The thing is, is that usually what that is, is it's called a catalyst, and it happened to me in my Twin Flame journey where I was given full-blown downloads of the Twin Flame, and I was sure that this guy was my Twin Flame, and, and he, I had the heart chakra opening, and I had all this soul memory and soul remembrance of Twin Flames, and I was so sure it was him, and it still turned out not to be. It, it turned out to be a lesson that the Spirit was moving me through to lead me to the twin flame, but I had to go through that final lesson with that catalyst. And the catalyst looked and mimicked and felt and everything just like the twin in so many ways, except for the fact that there was that ego there and there was all that that pain. And and it's because it was a lesson that I needed to flow through. And so that, that particular lesson has happened to a lot of people, but they're not understanding that they still have to go back to the divine, connect with the divine, and continue their work. Uh, with the divine first, because oftentimes that is 
just a catalyst, and that that sucks because it's really hard for people to embrace that they might be wrong there because especially when you get those high-voltage, you know, spiritual experiences like a heart chakra opening, you you really feel like, no, this is it because I know because my heart chakra opened. All, all of this stuff is so profound, but... The truth is, is the spirit is constantly working on us because, again, we're always evolving. But if you get to where you came together with somebody and then you guys came apart because ego was there, that is absolutely the sign that it was a catalyst and not your true twin. So I think that that person's going to have to really do some more work, connect with the divine, continue praying and meditating on it. It doesn't mean that it can't happen, that twins won't ever come together that way, but generally they don't because, again, they're very protected. That union is protected, and alchemy is done on a soul level, not, not in the physical world first. It has to be done on a soul level so that those souls understand and go through the marriage of the soul before they're they're allowed to come into the physical. That was absolutely what I was shown. And that's going to tick a lot of people off that that, uh, are believing that they're on their twin flame journey or that at least they think they're with their twin flame because they don't want to hear that that, you know, this is a different different way of seeing it, a different way of understanding it. But if their relationship ends in five years or ten years or whatever, maybe they'll be more inclined to hear this message, you know, (laughs) It's, it's it's hard because it's hard because we go through so many mates along the way that we think are the one, right? And it's hard mm-hmm. to let any of them go because we love them for lots of reasons, and and so it's all about love in the end. But you have to be willing to flow. You have to be willing to flow with what the universe and the spirit is bringing to you. And if the universe and the spirit is taking somebody away from you, you have to be willing to flow with that too, and to do the work of understanding why. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. <laughs> this is just so fascinating. And so, okay, so you're with your twin flame. You both are together, and I, I still would like to just learn more uh, to get into details. So, like, let's say you're you're together now, and then let's say that you um, both pass down the road. Then what happens after you both pass? Like, since you well, guys were together in this lifetime, you know. Yeah, no, that's a good question. The the thing is, is the whole journey of coming back together with your twin is to come back together with all the aspects of your soul. There's what's called soul fragmentation, and it happened from the beginning of your first incarnation where you started to lose your spirit. Even in this incarnation, the moment that you were born, your ego started to get developed, and you start to become fragmented, and you start to lose aspects of your soul. So one of the things I do is called soul recall, and uh, the soul recall and soul retrieval for, for each soul, you know, you have to pull back aspects of yourself that have been lost away. Well, when you come back together with your twin, you're coming back together with the original split, the Zeus story in the Greek gods, right, where you were split in half, and you're coming back with that other half of your own soul, and so you're holding on to your own soul. And when you do that, you especially through the twin flame journey, you actually marry your soul back together. It's it's a it's a very sacred experience that happens over a period of time. It's not, you you don't just go get married one day. It's a sacred experience that happens over many years, however long the journey of those twins go through. But you end up sewing your own soul back together, if that makes sense. 
and I'm sure it doesn't until you experience it, but I'm just going to say it. So your soul will get sewn back together, and when that happens, you don't lose it again. You're, not, you're never apart with your twin, ever. It doesn't matter if you have bodies or not. Mm-hmm. You don't need bodies because mm-hmm. you're a soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even if one, so a lot of twins who are on this journey, real twins, they they aren't connecting physically because they're learning to marry on a soul level to each other. They're getting married on a soul level to each other, and as you're marrying back together, you are. Um, it's permanent. It's permanent. It's eternal. Which means even after you pass on, you're eternally together. It's your eternal mates. These are the promises that were talked about in Bibles and scriptures and things like that. So for all the religious people, this is exactly what God was talking about for the souls that live, quote-unquote, righteously. And it really comes down to living in accordance with spiritual truth. Well, Ellen, uh, you, you are absolutely amazing, and I learned a lot from you today. And uh, we're at the end. Of, we're, we're at the end of my show, but thank you so much for coming on, and I wish you the best. And I encourage yeah, my thanks. listeners to uh, reach out to you. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, and good luck with everything. Oh, thank you so much. You take care. Okay, take care. And listeners, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host, and. I have two websites here, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I offer hair analysis, brainwave entrainment, quantum biofeedback, and Nest Health. And then I'm a health and wellness speaker. My website is kristenharperspeaks.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. And you can give, if you could please give this show a five stars on iTunes, would really appreciate it. The show is all about health and wellness, taking a natural approach, and you will always get the truth on my show. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com, and I can send you information as far as a Voice America sponsorship package, which Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world, or you can make a donation at Kristen at Perfect Health consultingservices.com to PayPal. Would truly appreciate it because I plan to do the show long term. My show will be on the network now for almost three years. Just want to mention here, there's been a lot of uh, chaos in the world and, uh, you know, there's been the lockdowns, the mandated masks, the riots, there's been so much going on and the question is, will we be heading towards the cashless uh, society? And that's my question right now and that's I feel as part of the new world order, the globalists have been wanting this for a long time so they, they can control us. There's been stories of uh, you know, being short on change. There's even some businesses that are not even accepting cash. I'm just telling people to get prepared. Just make sure you have enough uh, food and water. You have gold and silver. You might want to purchase some digital coins as well. And um, also, is Trump on the side of the globalists or the people? That's something I'm still trying to figure out. He just constantly kind of, he's just really hard to read, just constantly going back and forth. And there's even some psychics and shamans that predict that Trump will not win this upcoming presidential election. So we'll see if it will be a different party, not a Republican or a Democratic party. Who knows what will happen, but they are predicting that. And... Uh, That's all I have for today. I'd like to discuss more, but we're at the end of my show here. So I'm wishing everyone a healthy and happy week. Take care. 
for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 